This is the Toddcast Podcast. I'm a guy named Todd. And I'm a guy named Aaron. Join in our conversation as we discuss anything and everything. Pointless debates, music, Star Wars, nerd culture, and so much more. There are no scripts, no show notes, commuters, sit back and enjoy the ride. The Toddcast Podcast starts now. Hello and welcome to the Toddcast spooky bracket edition eric how are you this morning hey doing well i always enjoy our our bracket episodes i think those are the highlights of somewhat of the year uh we did i believe we did a a halloween-esque bracket before but this is totally different and totally fun that's right so this this year's theme is villains and so we have this time we have a full was it 64 item bracket Oh yeah, March uh, Madness in October. Bro- yes, that's right. Broken down in uh, four divisions. So the first division are Disney villains. Uh, the second are that's sort of a combo of cartoon characters slash video game villains. Well, the, here's the combo. The, the whole second side yeah. is movie villains, but yeah, the first yeah. one is more like classic horror and classic monsters, and then yes. the the lower half. Uh, simply are the like villains of any old movie. Gotcha. Yes. Correct. Just antagonists. Can you tell that Eric helped develop the bracket itself? Oh, no. <laughs> there was it was a lot of uh, searching for best villains of all time and picking ones and and so forth. Yes, there was lots of googling going on. Yes. So the way we've devised the means by which to determine who is the winner for each round is as follows. The first round is being decided via a costume contest. Uh, the winners from that round go on to have a pumpkin carving contest. Those folks move on to Bob for Apples. The last eight go through a corn maze. The final four perform a round of trick. And then the last two are defined by treat until we have our winner. Correct. Eric, are you ready to hit this? Hey, we have to. This is this is a jam pack, so I apologize to all the participants. We don't really highlight you very much. We have a lot to get to. That's so right. Let's do it. All right. Starting with the Disney division, as Eric would no doubt love to be the case, we start off with the Evil Queen versus Prince John. The Correct. Evil Queen being Snow White's villain. Correct. She's a bit Prince iconic. John. Yes, and Prince John being the villain from Robin Hood. Correct. Now, now, just just in general, Prince John wears like a robe. Now, over, his oversized crown is fun, but there's no doubt that the Evil Queen has much better costume, and I believe she moves on. Hands down, hands down. All right, Scar <laughs> versus Jafar. Now, this is somewhat of an easy. Scar is from Lion King, uh, wears no clothes. Jafar, on the other hand, does have a pretty cool scepter, pretty cool hat, um, and long robe. What do you think, Todd? I I think that goes to Jafar. Absolutely, pretty, pretty handily. Pretty handily. I mean, it's kind of difficult to win if you're not wearing any clothes. And and yes. granted, granted, in this case, guys, we're not saying you dressing up as this person. We're saying this villain shows up to a costume party and then are being voted on. Understand? Because, I mean, hey, yes, we could dress up as Scar. And, I mean, that could be cool. Um, but that's this. these villains are the actual participants. That's right. Correct. Okay. Defending their crowns. All right. That's so the right. next one. The next round, we have Maleficent versus Gaston. Maleficent being Sleeping Beauty's villain. And Gaston is from 
Beauty and the Beast. And the Beast, right? Yes. Correct. Yes. And he's wearing just a red shirt for the most part. He's, yeah. He looks like a, a, an avid hunter, uh, but Maleficent obviously has the. And I don't think we know. I think they may be our ears or, or like or part of our horns. Um, yes. I can't remember. I didn't really watch the prequels that well. Uh, but well, either way, she, she has a cool freaking outfit. She's cool enough to have gotten prequels. So I think she wins that one. Yeah, correct. Correct. Uh, now, the next battle, we have uh, Pete, which is the villain pretty much from the Goofy movies and most of the cartoon shows. He's the, yes. you know, not necessarily a horrible human being. Um, He's just, sort of the you know, default bad guy. Yeah, yeah, he's just kind of, yes, the bully, the, you know, the dicks, so to speak, and the Disney stuff, uh, versus Captain Hook, which is pretty much, if you don't know Captain Hook, what the hell, Captain Hook, so, <laughs> I mean, I think Captain, I mean, Pete's just a normal guy, he doesn't really have anything, and yeah. it's not Pete yeah. as, you know, something, so Captain Hook moves on in my book. Absolutely. So next one, we've got the Queen of Hearts of Alice in Wonderland fame, versus Shere Khan, who is from the Jungle Book, Correct. Correct. Good job. See, Dis- part of me wanted you to do some of this just to see if I could see you struggle a little bit with some That's, of these characters. Well, you know, <laughs> and, that, and that and that works out real well. Um, Shere Khan is a uh, what is he? What is he? He's some sort of big cat, right? He's a tiger. Correct. Tiger. Correct. Yeah. Which so, is, which mm. is pretty, but the Queen of Hearts has got a full on you know crown and dress and royal regalia. I believe the Queen of Hearts moves on. Correct. Correct. Now I think this uh, this next one is the, the one that. I think has the most discussion might, yes. might upset some people. We have Dr. Facilier, which is from the princess and the frog. Uh, for those not familiar with uh, the modern cartoons, um, he is pretty much a voodoo doctor. He's a shadow man, they say versus mm. Corella Deville, which is probably one of the most synonymous uh, villains in the Disney canon, uh, which she's known for her costumes and outfits. And, Todd, this is this is worth discussion. I don't think it's as easy as hey, queen versus cat. What, right. what are you? So, did you have you seen Doctor Facilier? Did you pull out the Google machine? And, I had uh, to pull out the Google. I had to pull out the Google machine because I'd not actually seen that movie. And I'll be honest, 101 Dalmatians. Um, I feel like I probably saw as a kid, but don't remember it. And when uh, the Cruella movie came out, Abby and I mm-hmm. watched that. Um, based largely on your recommendations of how awesome the soundtrack was. <laughs> Correct. And and while Correct. watching that, I mentioned that I don't remember anything about the Dalmatian. So I actually watched that the, the, that cartoon fairly recently, like within oh, the past really? couple of months. Yeah. Okay. But that said, she's got a big coat and a dress, um, which, yeah, I'm sure it's high fashion and very nice. But your, 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 your doctor there, he's, he's got an actual costume. Like he's got the the skull, oh, sure. the, the the nifty kinda, hat and whatever. I yeah. kind of feel like he wins that one. Yeah, I mean, this was tough for me because I actually really had to think about it. Uh, and and I pulled for Doctor Facilier, which I think is a sleeper pick and an upset. But at the end of the day, he's got like a top hat. He has yeah. the cool boots. He has a really cool jacket. He's got like you know, I guess bones around his neck and stuff. Um, and he also carries around like a cane sometimes. So I I agree with you. Uh, I'm thinking Facilier wins. I feel like if you were having some sort of, you know, fashion week runway situation, sure, uh, Cruella wins that. But in a That's Halloween <laughs> costume yeah. contest, the dude with the with the bones and the skulls takes that. Yeah, Easy. I agree. I agree. So write us letters, but that's what we feel. <laughs> that's right. So the next matchup, we've got Ursula of Little Mermaid fame versus Hades, who is a, a classic villain. What what Disney 
thing is he from? He's from uh, he's from Hercules. He's Hercules. From Hercules. That's right. Yes, he's from I haven't Hercules. seen that one either, but I'm familiar oh. with with Hades. I mean, Hades is nice, but he's got what some like flamey looking hair. That's not really an outfit. No, that's a thing. That, I mean, the hair. Don't get me wrong. If that was like an add-on piece, and we said, "Hey, this guy, you know, created this so that we could flames on his head," but I'm pretty sure it's just built into him. I right. mean, he just wears a robe. Now, right. it's hard to say too, though. Ursula is essentially her dress is really like her legs. It's like right. you know an octopus. So, but she does fix her hair up real nice. Um, I don't know. It's purple and blue skin. It's it's a really difficult call, but I'm with you. I say Ursula wins. Um, and and not much more de- you know definition before yeah. like about it. It's just she wins. All right. Last lastly, we have Yzma, which is from the Emperor's New Groove, uh, versus Chernabog, which is from um, Fantasia. And this is tough because Yzma has actually more of an outfit, and Chernabog, I believe, would probably um, be naked. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, but he's but he's naked with with leathery bat wings and claws and and yeah. fangs and, and oh, horns yeah. and such. Uh, you know. Oh. And this is, yeah, and this is where I'm just, where I basically said to myself, like, yeah, I'm voting for Chernabog, and even though, you know, if it is him, he still, he was default born with an awesome costume. So, so that is, that is the the first round of Disney in the costume aspect, and we're ready to move on to the next uh, section of the bracket, which would be, once again, the cartoon villains and video game villains. Which That's right. Similar. And our and our first matchup here is M Bison from Street Fighter versus Lex Luthor. Yeah, which... it's just two normal human beings, and it just depends on what outfit they wear each day. Yeah. But M Bison actually wears like a red. I mean, I can't remember what he is. He's um he's part of some uh foreign government, and he's like a dictator. So you would just like he has like the button up, the red hat. Um, yeah. Which is just better than a suit. So yeah. right. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. Agreed. So, I... Our boy M Bison moves on. Uh, this this one hard. This was just uh, this one was a heartbreak because it yes. is Shredder versus Skeletor, like legit Shredder versus Skeletor. Um, I would have loved to see both of these guys move on further, and but yes. it's just you know random bracketing. And yep. it, I love Skeletor. Uh, he would have been my favorite for most of this bracket in terms of just characters I adore. But Shredder has a better outfit. I mean, he does. He does. Sadly. Shredder yeah. is just the better outfit, so what are you going to do about it? So Nothing. nothing. You're going to watch him on. move up so he doesn't yep. shred you to bits. So our next one, we've got Dracula. Now, this is Dracula of Castlevania fame. Has there. a cool outfit. Spoiler warning. There is actual Dracula of classic horror <laughs> movie fame. He comes in on another part of the bracket. These are two different Draculas. Just keep, keep in mind, this is Castlevania Dracula versus Dick Dastardly, who is... He's a, what was that? He's a Hanna Barbera bad guy, correct? Uh, first, yeah, he's person the who made these races. brackets. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, and based on sheer costume value, correct. Our boy, our boy Dracula moves on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's kind it's, of it's iconic. Cute. Yeah, it's actually really cool. I had to Google it. I couldn't remember what it was, but it's it's cool. And I mean, granted. There's probably a million different versions because there's like a Nintendo and a PlayStation. And right. at the end of the day, they all beat Dick Dastardly. So don't be sending us your hate mail. Um, exactly. We have Bluto first ver- from uh, from uh, Popeye. Yep. You know him. Yeah, versus Dr. Robotnik, um, which is also Dr. Eggman, which is, you know, the, the gentleman from Sonic the Hedgehog. And yes. Bluto is nothing special. Dr. Robotnik, no. on the other hand, does have some cool gadgets, cool mustache, cool goggles. He moves on. Yes. 
So the next one we've got Bowser <laughs> of Mario Brothers fame. <laughs> this taking is one on, of my favorite. Yeah, it's 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 fantastic. Um, taking on Mr. Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> um, <laughs> And I think I think Bowser wins not only in a physical altercation but also in sure. a, a costume perspective. Sure, um, sure. Mr. Again, why. Mr. Burns is yeah. just like in a suit, you know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know why it cracks me up when you say, "All right, we're talking about Bowser versus Mr. Burns," and it's, it's just it's, like that's what we're doing here, guys. Um, yeah. Now the next one is one that you would elicit that same response. I don't know. I've seen it, and I helped build the bracket, so it's not as funny. <laughs> but <laughs> nonetheless, we have Magneto versus Mike Tyson. Uh, now. <laughs> Now you say Mike Tyson, but yes, he was the villain. He's the villain, and obviously, and and Mike Tyson's punch out. So that's right. There's not much of a contest here. Magneto wins. Uh, if you're familiar with Magneto, he's oh, obviously yeah. the X Men. Uh, has a pretty cool outfit. Uh, can float. A cool helmet. Uh, I mean, and cool helmets really do make a costume. So Magneto wins. And then, once again, I cracked up when I saw this one in the bracket. Oh yeah, this yeah. the next one. It makes me laugh just because. That's what I'm you saying. Know, anytime I see a bracket. I immediately think of, you know, some sort of violence, some sort of fight going sure. on. Granted, this is a costume contest, which is good, but picturing these two fighting, it, I imagine it just devolves to a slap fighting. It's Gargamel <laughs> versus Elmer Fudd. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, it, at the end of the day, we have a robe versus like a jumpsuit, like a like a gray jumpsuit. I, I mean, right. I guess it depends on what you like. I think that, once again, the, the hat, Elmer Fudd's hat, yeah, takes him over yeah. the edge. It yeah. takes no. him over the top. He's he's the no. winner in this round. Fudd Fudd wins surprisingly. All right, and once again, as going through the bracket, me chuckling a little bit, thinking of this this aspect. We have Plankton from uh, SpongeBob SquarePants versus Shao Kahn uh, versus Mortal Kombat. Um, there's not much of a contest here. No. Um, anybody that's ever looked up or played Mortal Kombat know they have elaborate costumes and so forth, and he moves on. Uh, with no problem. So we finish out that bracket for those playing along at home. Hopefully we're going at a decent pace for you. And uh, now we're moving on to the um, classic monsters, we could say, and or the horror genre in which what do we have is the first first bracket there, the first round. So we've got Mike, Michael Myers versus okay. the Wolfman. Well, that's kind of a difficult one now, isn't it? Because I think the question is, is Michael Myers face really white? And that's who he is, or is he a mask? All right, here's here's the shocking revelation, Eric. I've literally yep. never seen any of those movies. They're they're so persistent in our culture that I obviously know who Michael Myers is, and I can sure. get a quick quick mental image of him. But I've never actually seen the movies to know the answer to that question. Oh man, um, I don't know. So, from a costume perspective, it, let's just say it even is a mask. It's just a white mask with brown hair, right? Right. Right. Wolfman, and, on the other hand, and this is tough. This is tough because if he's a normal man, becomes a wolf, that's a badass costume. You would then right. say he's transformed into his costume. Right. And that's uh, that's which that's, I believe is the case. And for me, that makes sure. him the hands down winner. Yeah. If you're going to change agree. from your normal self into a costume, you can't do much better than just being that costume. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, plus it is like Wolfman is an iconic costume in general. Like, you yeah. know, so yeah. And, and granted, there are a whole bunch of different Wolfmen out there. I just picture the classic villain and then the most recent one from a uh, the Marvel series. Uh, yeah. Wolf by Night. So that's what is in my brain now. But either way, I do think he wins. The next matchup is Great. fun because it's just two normal guys. Um, 
normal, very loosely, Hannibal Lecter <laughs> versus Norman Bates. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's the mask. It's it's it, it basically it comes down to Hannibal Lecter's uh, mask. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, under under most circumstances, they're both just normal dudes wearing normal clothing. But Correct. Hannibal Lecter does get to, you know, be put on a little push cart in his straight jacket. With <laughs> that's his little half with his little half mask situation. That, that, and that it. is just enough to edge him over over the line. You better believe it. You better. The push cart is is part of the costume. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Perfect. All right. So the next one we've got here is Pinhead versus mm-hmm. Dracula. And this is classic movie. Dracula, Dracula, yeah, not, not yeah. the Castlevania piece, but I, I think the strength of Dracula is with him, as I think that's a better co- costume. Yeah, is, I, I, I'm trying to th- like, I think a pinhead. All I think of is his face with all the pins in it. Like, I don't even well, remember what he, he's in. What some sort of goth leather situation? I assume. Almost. I don't know. Goth leather. It's almost looks like a dress. Um, yeah. I had to look it up because I'm like, all right, all I ever saw in Hellraisers were like his face. Um, and then I looked up uh, a picture of him, and yeah, he's kind of wearing a dress. Where Dracula always has a badass suit or tux, oh, or yeah. you know. So yeah, I'm with you. Dracula. He's got that sash on. situation going on. That's just classy. Oh yeah, yeah and he can do Dracula. it. Real. And it, I mean, the hair itself is is always iconic. So yeah, we're good there. Dracula so, moves on. Yeah. Now the creature from the Black Lagoon versus Pennywise. Now here's here's the stipulation on this. I do really think the creature from the Black Lagoon is an awesome costume for us, but right. he is just a creature from a Black yes. Lagoon, guys. Yes. He's not wearing anything. So I mean, yeah, he's cool. And I mean, yes, we could argue the Chernabog aspect of it, but Pennywise does put some time and effort. And truthfully so told, you know, I think um, I think we need a creepy clown moving on. And, yeah. and for that reason, I picked Pennywise to move forward. I agree. I'm with you on that. So our next one, we've got Freddy Krueger versus the mummy. And to me, this is a no brainer. I mean, granted, Freddy Krueger is just wearing like a sweater and a hat. Cause hats I mean, the, ra- the, the hats they do, they do the razor hands. I, 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 I don't know if that's necessarily I don't know. part of the costume or an accessory, but the mummy is just a dude wrapped up in a bunch of dirty rags. That's, that's, well, that's unless not, you're that's charming. Not winning you. <laughs> unless you're yeah, charming yeah. voting. You're yes. voting for Freddy Krueger in this aspect. <laughs> That's right. So I, I think Freddy Krueger does move on. All right. Indeed. So we have the iconic Frankenstein's monster uh, versus Ghostface, which is the, um, I, I guess, the random characters in Scream. I haven't seen. Haven't <laughs> Spoiler seen all, warning. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't remember who went, who's the killer or any of that stuff at this point in time, but I feel like there was multiple people wearing masks throughout the movies. So, yeah. like, it's not one person. Um, once again, I think this is a difficult call. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Norm- know. How- yeah, because Frankenstein is just kind of wearing clothing. Like, which yeah, is but not he really also whatever. is a whole bunch of other people's body parts. Right. 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 But I mean, is that a costume for like, you know, this gets into deeper discussion of like, what is the body? Is your brain really the human, you know? And then if you right. put a bunch of different body parts, is that a costume? I mean, <laughs> this almost too deep for today. But I yeah. personally just based off of Frankenstein being so iconic, I said, you know, I think he beats out a just generic mask and a robe. Um, yeah. Even Agreed. if the, the costume was deemed, hey, these are the, the bolts that go on your neck, you know? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I don't know. So I went yeah. with it. I'm not I thinking th- too much. Yep. Frankenstein monster moves on, which takes us to Chucky versus Leatherface. I, you <laughs> which, know, I, you know, I one are great. Yeah. Quite honest in terms of outfits. I mean, I could picture it. Like if you, you walk down the street wearing a Chucky doll outfit, like, you know, the clothing, I'd be like, oh, 
that person's dressed as Chucky. If you walk down the street uh, with uh, just a suit and tie, or it was like a, almost like a tux, a suit and tie for Leatherface in one, and then I think almost like a, just a normal butcher's outfit in it, like in the others, because there were multiple iterations. I'm right. not impressed by either. No. So I kind of went with Chucky. What's your thoughts? I, I think I, having not seen either movie. Same. I think I think I think I think Chuck I think Chucky wins that I, I think I mean because okay. we're on yeah. the same boat then all yeah. right all right and then this was this one was um this one was really difficult and we might have to chat it out it's the Phantom of the Opera obviously the Phantom versus Jason Voorhees uh like I don't think you get more iconic of a mask than Jason Voorhees hockey mask until you throw it right against the fan of the opera mask and you're like, yeah, I know both of those and they're both right. super iconic. It's like, yeah. how did we, you know, this is like the Skeletor freaking Predator aspect. Yeah. I'm like, this is not cool guys. Um, and I, I mean, what is your thoughts? Like what's the fan of the opera wearing? Like what, what, you know, I mean, he's in, he's in, I mean, let's put it this way. The Phantom of the opera, to best of my recollection, dresses just about as classy as, classic dracula really like he's in Correct. like the, yeah. the you know the tux opera outfit whatever yeah um and i don't even necessarily know what jason wears other than the mask i imagine it's just like normal clothes however I think it's like a blue jumpsuit yeah however and like you said if you if you pulled out both of those masks and just set them out without any comment people would be like what are you doing with what are you doing with a you know phantom of the opera mask what are you doing with you know the I mean, I know people who who fully recognize that it's a hockey mask, but it's more associated with Friday the 13th than with hockey. Isn't that it? They don't wear those in hockey anymore. You know what I mean? I think that's a big deal. Well, I mean, I think it is. is, I think I think he over he genericized the hockey mask. Indeed. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He basically it's now a Friday. It's a Jason mask. So I think with that being said, if you're talking about costumes, when you can do that to an entire like actual mask or or product, you win. So I move Jason on. Um, I agree. In a very difficult decision. Yes. Which takes us to the final division, which are the <laughs> just general antagonists, film we'll antagonists. Yes. There we go. There we go. And we start off with what, I don't know, what may be the easiest decision of this bracket. <laughs> sure. Which is sure. The, the, the xenomorph alien, which from a costume perspective falls under the, the same thing as, well, it's not really a costume. That's what this thing is. Yeah, you're but his, cool. but his opposition is HAL 9000, which is, yeah. you know, basically a, a shipboard computer that consists, you know, visually of a red glowing eye thing. Uh, the Xenomorph moves on as far as there I'm we concerned. go. Yeah, there we go. So the next one we have is Lord Voldemort uh, versus the Wicked Witch of the West, which <laughs> I mean, in true fashion, they're very similar, I think. Right. Like they're both oh, yeah, wearing they're... like dresses and robes and they have a yeah. funny face and and so forth. Uh, but I do think there's a couple things that go along with it. I think the Wicked Witch of the West has, um, number one, she does have a green face, big nose, big right. fingers. She has props like a, um, a broomstick, and she has a damn hat. Um, the hat. It, and I think it's the hat. I think it's the hat, too. And that's why I moved her on. Um, and yeah. if she would have got those red slippers at any given time, she would have been unstoppable. Because, I mean, <laughs> that, oh, yeah. that's yeah. that would have been a good add-on piece. That's the ensemble right there. There. The black pointy hat, the, the ruby slippers, and unstoppable. She would have won it all. So, all right. Exactly. So our he next on. our next one is quite possibly one of the more ridiculous matchups. We have uh, 
Biff Biff Tannen, uh, the the antagonist from the Back to the Future series, versus Jaws, the yes. shark. <laughs> Jaws, uh, <laughs> which which just makes it difficult because I mean at the end of the day, Jaws is a shark. He is in a yes. costume contest. Yes. He, he's he's not wearing anything, but he is a shark. Uh, Biff Tannen, on the other hand, can actually dress up. Um, and well, we've seen him in multiple up. outfits. Yeah. Well, he's so. been a 50s guy. He's been uh, an 80s dad he, or an 80s car. Well, I guess he's been an 80s like uh, he washed the car or something like that, almost right. like a uh, jockey or something. Um, right. He was a casino dealer, almost like an A.K.A. Trump uh, parody. Right. Uh, he also was a villain in a uh, Texas, like a uh, w- Western. So, Western situation, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the dynamics of Biff wins um, going yeah. against a shark, not wearing, you know, just a shark. Now, yeah. granted, this was a scary costume, maybe. I mean, because Jaws yeah. terrifies me. So, oh, yeah. so, <laughs> Disproportionately, like but yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right, so the next bracket here is. Is uh, wonderful Gordon Gecko, and I believe he was was in Wall Street versus the um, uh, almost every list that you find online has this as the number one villain of all time, and that's our good friend Darth Vader. Uh, that's right. No need to discuss. There, I mean, I'm not even <laughs> going to tell you who wins this. Like, just let's move on because if you say otherwise, uh, you wrote Wall Street, and that's the only yeah, you that, know. Pr- pretty much, pretty much. So here we've got uh, the T1000. Terminator mm-hmm. fame versus Jack Torrance of the shiny, which I mean, one can turn into like a silvery goo and the other one is just a normal guy that went crazy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, so silver, I mean, you can turn the silver goo into anything you want it to. Correct. So I think you that sort is, of win the costume contest by definition at that point. Cor- correct. Now the next matchup is a fun matchup, but it's not much because it is golem versus the Joker. Uh, yes. Golem is a weird looking, you know, hobbit turned into, you know, the golem. Uh, Spoiler the Joker, warning. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point in time, come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, the Joker indeed is. Uh, he's iconic. I mean, his costume. I mean, he's known for his costume. He's a human being known for his costume. Right. Need right. we say more? The Joker yep. wins, moves forward. Moving on. Oh, I'm glad you got this one because I can't pronounce the other guy's name. <laughs> Uh, Thanos? That's really not that hard to pronounce, Eric. No, no, uh, next. <laughs> Immortan Joe? Yeah. Immort- <laughs> See, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right because I've not seen Mad Max. Neither have it's, I, it's, but... It's, it's, it's shocking how ma- how few of these films I've actually seen. Apparently, I've got some ho- some Halloween homework. But the, the bad do. guy from Mad Max versus Thanos. All right. So, if you don't know this Joe, gentlemen, uh, you have to Google him because he does have a pretty badass costume. Like in any, I mean, granted, he could beat a shark pretty easily and he could beat Hal 9000, but he might be able to beat some of these other guys. That's how cool his yeah. costume is. Yeah. Um, and it's Mad Max. I mean, anybody that says, oh, it's like Mad Max, it's kind of like, you know, that style. Yeah. Um, but Thanos is also known for having a sweet costume. And for and- me, for me. I mean, the and when he has the gauntlet, and that's what I'm grading him on, is like oh, yeah. the costume. Yeah. I mean, he's well, it's a, he, he's got the gauntlet. He can pretty much control reality. Even if you don't pick him for the contest, he mm-hmm. snaps his fingers and he's won that contest. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. So, Thanos, I mean, in my Thanos opinion, takes it. yeah, I think Thanos wins. And it's all because I think the glove is really what makes the difference. Yeah. Um, and once this, again, and almost <laughs> go ahead. This, this is a fun matchup. 
I like this. This yes, this is this is almost like Mr. Burns versus Bowser. It's not much different, but instead it's Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life versus the Predator. <laughs> so I mean, I don't know if it's Predator. Like I don't know necessarily. Like that is who he is, and his his you know that's his skin, I that's mean, his face, if, and so forth. If nothing else, he's got a cool he's got a cool mask slash helmet, and I think by virtue of the hat rule, the Predator moves on. Because he's got a Correct. better hat than Mr. Potter, in my opinion. Correct. I agree. I agree 100%. So we moved on. So that is the first uh, – that's the first round. We are now past the costume contest in which now we move to pumpkins, right? Yes. And pumpkin so. carving is, uh, you know, for those who have p- carved pumpkins, it's about, you know, detail, um, accuracy, you know, uh, design, you know, and so forth. So I'm not sure the judging aspect of it, but let's just pretend that we have people out there that are going around and looking at it and giving you a score um, based on those factors, you know, whatever the design is, but how, how clean and, and sharp and crisp the cutting is. So Indeed. it's th- that's what we're going off of. So that brings us to the Disney bracket. That's right. So we've got the evil queen versus Jafar pumpkin carving, pumpkin carving. Um, I don't I mean, know that. I'll tell you, Todd. I, I ran the scenario in this in my brain. All right, since I am okay. kind of the you know Disney, I'm yes. a Choco Hawk, Choco Taco influencer, and I'm also a Disney villains uh, you know historian and assassin. That's right. I'm just you know very fine details of their backstories. Um, think about what Jafar has done. Jafar was uh, under you know the Sultan for many many years, doing things he did not want to do, and essentially excelled at it with a, a scheme and involved um jafar knows that he does not want to carve this pumpkin but he knows he has to do it uh and do it well for him to be the ultimate villain the evil queen on the other hand is a she's a hothead she does she flies off the rocker and i don't think she would even be bothered to even participate in such you know things she would just declare herself the winner which is not how this tournament works but i do think jafar would by by then even if it's not a great uh, pumpkin. I think he would win because he he's, would. He's going to put in the, the time in. and effort. Yeah, correct. Exactly. Correct. I'm, correct. I am on board with Jafar moving forward. All right. And the next one, I'm I'm interested in your your aspect on this next one here. It is uh, Maleficent versus Captain Hook. See, to me that's to me that's a fairly easy one. That goes okay. to Captain Hook. I mean, you're a pirate. You've spent your whole life, you know, dealing with blades. You're, you're, you know, swashbuckling or, you know, cutting things up, whatever knives are used very often on the deck of the the tall ships and so forth. I just feel like he's probably going to have the knife skills. Some might say, well, he's got the hook. That makes it hard. That just gives him something to, like, clamp onto the pumpkin easily so he can carve with the other hand. Because remember, he didn't lose his hand in a knife fight. He lost it to a crocodile. So, you know, or alligator. And I do feel like. I can't remember which, but regardless. Yeah. And, and the thing is that Hook also has a nice little point, so he could actually really get in fine details probably. And he's oh, got yeah. good use. I mean, that's his hand. He's been using it for a long time, so he could probably even carve a mean pumpkin with just a hook. You know, I mean, he, think could, about he, he could hit it dot matrix style and just he could. chip away at that wow. bad boy. You better believe it. Wow, that's impressive. Yes. He moves on. <laughs> All right. Our next matchup in the pumpkin carving contest is the Queen of Hearts versus Dr. Facilier. I feel like there's a clear answer on that one, Eric. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, once again, I go that Queen of Hearts is a hothead. She's going to smash that pumpkin. Um, And and I think, I mean, Dr. Facilier, he's, I mean, is he known for, like, 
I don't know. I'm sure he has spells where he has to cut up things, you know. And I mean, I don't know. What's your thoughts? I I don't know a lot about voodoo, and I will pre-apologize oh. to any you know voodooistas in the audience who might be offended by this. But I was led to believe that like one of the key parts of voodoo tends to involve like the guts of this thing and uh, mm-hmm. the blood of this other deal and whatever. Yeah. And I again, I got to figure you probably got to have some kind of knife skills to, yeah, to acquire correct. those pieces. Um, correct. I think Facilier wins as well. Yes, I, I agree. Yes. All right. Now we have Ursula versus Chernabog. And although I don't think either one would have a great pumpkin, Chernabog is as big as a house. Um, we are yeah. not, you know, unless we're at the Barnesville Pumpkin Festival, he's he's <laughs> using a he's using the pumpkin sizes as everyone else. Ursula, on the other hand, as eight tentacles and yes. two arms right or no maybe she only has six tentacles and two arms either way she has eight things to hold a pumpkin and work with yes i mean are you going to contest that todd no not not even a little bit ursula okay. ursula moves on all right so we move to the uh the video game verse uh you know cartoon characters in the pumpkin contest and up first we've got m bison versus shredder shredder who's literally covered in knives <laughs> and he would think is better is good with them. What with him being, you know, head of the foot clan versus yeah. <laughs> M M bison. If, if, if the object were punching pumpkins, sure. Bison might sure. have a chance. Otherwise yeah. I think shredder takes this. I agree. I agree. Uh, this one is a difficult one for me. So it is Dracula from Castlevania, not to be confused, um, but uh, versus <laughs> Robotnik. Okay. Yes. Robotnik doesn't seem like someone that I would be like, yeah, that guy's a great pumpkin carver. Um, but he does have a lot of, I mean, little gadgets that he's built to do a lot of things. So oh, I'm yeah. not sure how that falls in the rules. No one's ever said you can't have um, your utilities help you. Oh, I, I mean, think essentially, I, as long as you're controlling in some level, making mm-hmm. it happen, uh, I think that's I think that I think that counts. And I do think that this this Dracula is a little bit more violent, so yes. I don't know if he'd be bothered with this either. I mean, he's out trying to kill people. I think more so than you know, classic Dracula. Yeah. Um, so I I went with Robotnik, and I, I mean, and I, and I would agree absolutely. Okay. All right, that's that's fair then. All right, so our next matchup, uh, not as funny as Bowser versus Mr. Burns. It's Bowser <laughs> no. versus Magneto. Oh. To which, to which. Magdino's not necessarily known for his skills with the blade, but the blade is made of metal. He can yeah. carve that pumpkin without touching it, which is pretty impressive in my opinion. And Bowser seems like he's more likely to go pumpkin bowling than yeah, to well. do any pumpkin carving. <laughs> if Correct. I can do a little throwback. Yeah, yeah, no, that's perfect. I agree. The Magneto wins that one. Yes. Um, in this next one, is this a difficult one to even envision? It is Elmer Fudd versus Shao Kahn in a pumpkin carving contest. I don't think I think Elmer Fudd would get like confused, not confused, but just like distracted. I just don't think the pumpkin ever gets carved. Right. Although I think Shao Kahn, who has a lot of blades on his outfit, yeah. is not like the you know greatest carver in the world. He would sh- just win because he would do something. Um, yeah. But that's that's the scenario I have, and that closes out the uh, the cartoon character portion of the bracket. Indeed. So we will move on to the classic films, and we've got the Wolfman versus Hannibal Lecter. As, ah, as, easy. To me, easy, as right? cool as the Wolfman is, normally when he turns into a wolf, he tends to lose a certain level of control. And we're not uh-huh. talking about the human side of this werewolf situation. We're talking about the wolf side. Whereas right. Hannibal Lecter is known for being calculating 
And while we won't get into a whole lot of details as to where he's practiced his knife skills, we know that he's got some. Yes. Uh, yeah. So I think I he agree. can easily carve up that pumpkin with a nice Keontae and call it a day. Yeah. All right. And then next we have Dracula versus Pennywise. This is classic, classic villain Dracula. I just think he's been around for a long time, man. I just, I mean, Pennywise, sure. I guess, you know, as a clown, you face paint, you have good detail and so forth. But I went with Dracula because I feel like he's probably had a lifetime of just doing things like this. You know, he's been around Halloween I mean, for a long time, man. I mean, you're, you're, you're essentially eternal, right? Like he's Correct. been around, he's got to have been around for like ever. And what do you do? <laughs> you, you got nothing going on. You, you, here's what you do, Eric. You either carve pumpkins or you paint miniatures or yeah, you craft elaborate Dungeons and Dragons campaigns. I mean, Hold he's, on. he's got the time. Hold on. Hold on. Should I be asking some questions here? No, no, not, not at all. But all no, right. Well, I was, I, okay. You're just drinking Dra- tomato juice today, right? That's right. That's right. Is that what's yeah. in your cup? Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, so Dracula, yeah. Dracula moves on, and our next matchup is uh, Freddy Krueger versus Frankenstein's monster. To which oh oh come on come on what yeah, one that's, person that's, has blades inherently part of their their person the other yeah does not there Freddy you go. and it's bulky yeah yeah exactly yeah. now this is a tough one because I think if I asked maybe ten people five will pick one and five will pick the yes. other maybe agree it's Chucky Chucky versus Jason because they're both known for big knives right yeah, Ch- yeah doesn't well, Chucky Ch- go around knifing Jason mothers? Jason has a uh, w- one of those giant blades that you use in the forest right uh, what's mm-hmm. that called a um a machete machete yes um so but the thing is a machete doesn't help you with a pumpkin like I I just think that it's slashing and not details where I think right. Chucky with his small fingers would allow him better accuracy and uh yeah. you know better use of utensils to to make a nice design right so well, I and, I and, one also isn't his thing that he's like a toy and he, he you know, kind of coddles up to the children and that's how he, he gets his stuff done. I mean, what's more childlike than yeah. pumpkin carving, right? You're right. I mean, I went with Chucky and I know it might not be popular, but I had to do it. Yeah. So I, that's, I, that's I, where I went. I'm, I'm with you on that. And again, I was on the fence. I think you've got a 50-50 split no matter who you talk to, but I'm going to side with you and go Chucky. Correct. All right. So now we're on to the um, antagonist, the classic antagonist, pumpkin carving. That's right. And we've got the Xenomorph from Alien versus the Wicked Witch of the West. And um, I, I mean, feel like I feel like what I mean, I guess it depends on your definition of pumpkin carving. If you're going for the, you know, traditional jack-o'-lantern type situation, then I think I think uh, the Wicked Witch of the West gets it just because she's you yeah. know, got some time and patience. If you're mm-hmm. going for just just fucked up horror. I mean, the xenomorph can drool some acid on the pumpkin, half melt it, and that's going to be scary. But I don't really know that that is that's not really carving at that point. No, it's pumpkin no. melting competition. Yeah. So I say the Wicked Witch moves on. Yeah, I agree. All right, and then we have Biff Tannen versus Darth Vader. Um, mind you, Darth <laughs> Vader is a uh, well, he's a Sith, but uh, essentially he's he's got his ways with a lightsaber, which there's no, I mean, he's allowed to use that. So oh, yeah. uh, Darth, Darth Vader moves on. Not much of a yes. contest there. No, not, not even remotely. Uh, all right. So we've got the T-1000 versus the Joker. Oh, what, what, are, think, what are your thoughts? How do you, how do you feel listen, that plays out? The Joker, the, the Joker would do this for fun. I mean, I feel like the Joker is going to carve pumpkins just to like terrorize people. I, yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I don't know much about T-1000. I mean, I know, like, he's a, he can melt and so forth. So he could probably become, like, a human form of somebody that was good at carving pumpkins. But right. I think the Joker, if this was just a carving of pumpkins contest, I think the Joker could go toe-to-toe with anyone. I, it, that's it's quite possible. I, I, I mean, I disagree be, with you there. I mean, I mean, in, in any iteration of the Joker, I mean, I just feel that, like, that's a thing that he would do because he's a madman. Is just like have a room full of pumpkins, and that's what he's doing is downtime while he's torturing people. So I think it's fine. Uh, This one is Thanos versus the Predator, which is difficult to think of. Uh, Thanos is a huge individual, if you've ever seen him in person. Yes, yes. (laughs) He's a big man. Um, Yes. So, I mean, sure, he could pump – he could probably carve some, but I just don't know how that would work. Predator, on the other hand, is a – I mean, he's a type of creature, alien type creature. Yes. Um, I don't – so, you know – once again hate mail um i've never seen it so i don't know i always took him as like he could think and respond like a human i don't know if that's oh yeah i've seen the original predator um i think i might have seen predator too but no he is a hunter he is he is very cunning he is very smart he is he is okay he's he's definitely capable of pumpkin carving and you know whereas Thanos could snap his finger and boom, there's a perfect pumpkin. And you're not really carving it at that point. You're you're kind of twisting reality to make that happen. Whereas the Predator, so. again, good with the knives, got the patience, got the heck, he's got the claws and whatnot. I think yeah. uh, I think he wins the pumpkin pumpkin piece. I agree. Which I agree. Sets the stage for round three, bobbing of apples. And now a word from no sponsors. So welcome back. Uh, the next round we have is Bobbing for Apples, a classic party game at Halloween time. Not <laughs> really appropriate in a COVID type situation. I was going to say. I don't, I don't know that, that Bobbing for Apples is likely going to be a thing anymore. Uh, at least it probably shouldn't. Um, but you know what? It's Halloween. It's all about the horrors. Uh, whether they be, you know, grizzly, blood and guts, or, you know, virulent diseases. So Correct. with with no further ado, bobbing for apples on the Disney uh, division, we've got Jafar versus Captain Hook. Uh, you know, I could, I could see this being multiple facets, and I, I think we look at the structure of their faces, right? Yes. Jafar yes. is, the thing is, his face is kind of skinny and narrow. He does have a big jaw. I won't yes. lie. He does yeah. have a, you know, but when you look at Hook, Hook has just like a big head, big jaw, big oh, yeah. mouth. He's, he's got a maw on him. I feel like he could he could take out the uh, the apples pretty easily. I think yeah, I think he could probably hammer those out pretty darn quickly. So I'm I mean I give the nod to Hook. That's my opinion. That's legit. All right, I can I can get behind that. All right, so this is enough tough one because we got Doctor Facilier, who's been a favorite of mine throughout this bracket, versus Indeed. Ursula. <laughs> Ursula lives in the water. She can yep. breathe underwater. Um, yep. She's got uh, a pretty big head, a really big mouth. Yep. Uh, and Facilier is, on the other hand, really tiny and slender. So well, I think I, the breathing underwater aspect gets it enough because I don't know if you – I mean, I haven't bobbed for apples since I was, you know, in the single digit age-wise. I've never. But I, I've never But bobbed. I remember one of the th- – I mean, you're sticking your head in the water and you're trying to grab onto this apple. And breathing is a concern because, uh, you know, most of us cannot breathe the water. Ursula sure. can. I think I think that gives it to her. Yeah, Easily. I agree. Easily. Easily, I think so, too. So that moves us on to the uh, cartoon characters. That's right. Uh, and, and and villain, so to speak there. <laughs> that's that's right. And in this case, we've got Shredder versus Robotnik. Um, 
to which I feel like as as much as Shredder's costume has has served him thus far. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, he's got a mask thing that covers his mouth. I mean, props for him in the in relation to the COVID scenario. I suppose. Oh yeah, he's but bobbing prepared, for yeah. apples, not so much. And I think no. that goes to Robotnik almost by default. Yeah, and and Robotnik doesn't actually seem like he'd be bad at it because I like I really just look at it. All right, big heads, big mouths, you know, big right. teeth, and he seems like he fits that. Mm-hmm. Now this next one is a you know we're gonna have to really dissect this. This is Magneto versus right. Shao Kahn. So yes. both are wearing of the masks, but yep. there's a difference in this. Shao Kahn has like a upper, like like it's almost like a hat mask where it goes down right. towards the lips, but his right. actual mouth is exposed. Uh, Magneto has like a slit through his mask. Yes. So l- like, what's your thoughts? I don't think Magneto could bob for apples. I think his helmet gets in the way because it is such a, it's sort of that, you know, medieval knight looking thing where it's got the yeah. eyes and then it's almost yeah. like, it's almost like a Mandalorian looking situation. Brack, yes. But that, that, that narrow gap in the mouth area is not going to let you get to the apples. And of course he can't just take the helmet off because then Professor X will take over his brain. Yeah, so, that's the thing. You're allowed yeah. to take the helmet off, but I mean, to win a tournament or be take, oh, you know, taken over, I think he would choose like, hey, yeah, I'm not going to give Professor X, who's probably watching as a, you know, a, you know, in the crowd, because this is like a uh, Roger Rabbit world where all the tunes right. and everyone are together watching this wonderful tournament. So I think exactly. Shao Kahn, uh, or yeah, wins uh, in this aspect. So that Agreed. moves us on to the next portion of the bracket, which would be our, uh, you know, horror films. That's right. Um, grab the right sheet here. Okay, so we've got Hannibal Lecter versus Dracula. To me, this is easy. One of these people has fangs that are just perfect for plucking apples <laughs> kind out of, of water. Yeah, and I don't think they 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 can't necessarily die. Uh, like, um, so he can't. Can he drown himself? Does Dracula drown? I mean, so, so here's the th- here. I guess here's the caveat. We're assuming that this is you know a tub of regular water. If you're bobbing for apples in holy water, Dracula doesn't stand a chance, but that's not the thing. If you're bobbing bobbing for apples out of a stream, the whole running water situation, he can't go over it. But I don't think think that's the case. No, this is just your standard It's just a standard thing. He just goes in there with the fangs, boom, done, easy. Okay, that works. The next one I really – I mean it's Freddy Krueger versus Chucky, and I don't think either one of them would be great. I almost feel like – I feel like Chucky has a – has a uh, height disadvantage, which makes it difficult for him to even get his face down there enough without like completely falling in. Well, he's right? also tiny. I don't know that he'd be able to get his mouth open wide enough to to make that happen. Right. I'm calling it for Kruger. I'm, you say I'm otherwise. I am in agreement. I call okay. that Kruger. All which right. Takes so. us to the um, film antagonist section. Yeah. In which case, bobbing for apples, we've got the Wicked Witch of the West versus Vader. Now. You would think that Vader would have a problem because, you know, the sure. helmet and if he takes it off, he can't breathe. But we've seen him without the helmet and he can last for at least a little bit. Whereas the Wicked Witch of the West, as soon as she sticks her head in that water, she melts. Yeah, she 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 forfeits by default. So Vader doesn't even have to do anything. She will just no. say, I can't win this round life or death. And she moves. So Darth Vader moves on. And that is exactly. um, just the end of the day there. Uh, now we have the Joker versus the Predator. And. I mean, one look at the Predator, you realize that he has these extra set of fangs that are kind of like outside. Right. He's got um, fang fingers sort of a situation happening. Yeah. Like, like, honestly, it's almost like a cheat. He 
Yeah. Like he doesn't even have to use his mouth. He uses the exterior fangs uh, to grab apples. I think he cleans up. I would oh. almost say he wins that like hands down. He could challenge Ursula in oh. a bobbing for apples. So, oh, yeah. Sorry, Joker. Love you. Uh, you yeah. probably do good in a real life scenario or better than your average human, but you're not beating Predator. It's true. Which takes us to the what, what do they call the last eight in the American uh, well, Madness thing? Elite eight. Elite eight. Okay, so that, right, that we'll takes call us, that. That takes us to actually no. Where do they? Where are the final yeah. four? We just did the elite eight. We're, we're at the final no, four. No, 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 no. no this is eight. eight. One, two, three, four. We have four yeah. pieces of paper for those looking I at home. We... I can't count. Is the yes. problem here? Sure. Um, sure. This is not a counting situation. This is a you know whatever. The next round, regardless of how many people and what you want to call it, <laughs> sure. is the navigation of a corn maze. Let's set some ground rules here because this okay. is dangerous because the fact is, yes, we have people with sharp objects and knives and stuff. You are not allowed to cut down this maze. The The goal would be to um, get out of the maze with the quickest amount of time. You know, there's Correct. no solving of riddles. This is a matter of here's a maze. You need to get out of this. We are timing you. Um, if it was a sprint one on one, who would win? Um, and that is the premise of all. Of this. Yes. Yes, okay. hacking and slashing your way through the maze, flying over the maze, etc. That's that's not really how this works. Correct. So we will start this off with um, Captain Hook versus mm -hmm. Ursula. Corn maze. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have a few thoughts here. I mean, Captain. I don't think Captain Hook would be awful, but I think he's a little more klutzy anyway. He's, yeah. He. It doesn't seem like he makes great decisions on the fly. Mm -hmm. um, you know, where Ursula. Um, I've seen her move. Now, granted, you would say, well, she's a sea serpent. Can't she move? She can indeed breathe on water uh, yep. or un breathe on, you know, normal ground. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, and she moves relatively fast uh, on that, in that aspect. And there's nothing against the rules that would say that you couldn't prop yourself up to look over the maze. So I think she could use those, like, tentacles to get oh, as yeah. high as she could to kind of look that way and then go. So I think yeah, Ursula she's, wins this. Yeah, she's not climbing over. She's not barreling Correct. through. She's just looking looking up to get a good yep. good vantage. I can go with that. Correct. Correct. Which takes so, Ursula into the final four. Yeah. Uh, then we go to Robotnik versus Shao Kahn. Uh, there's nothing about uh, Shao Kahn that makes me think he'd be great at a maze. Um, where Robotnik, on the other hand, I, I can kind of see the Sonic world being a giant maze, you know, in many aspects. Kind of. He can float around in his his machine so he can move faster because that is kind of part of him. He can't yeah. float over top of it. But I do think that with um, with his gadgets, you know, whether they have a GPS system or not, I feel like oh. that is part of him. Yeah, I mean, he's a doctor. He's an evil genius situation. He's got to be smart enough to handle a maze. Yeah, I think well, he moves I on. Think. And I just, yeah. uh, truthfully, truth be told, I just don't think he has a great competition in this. I think Shao Kahn has won yeah. his way through others, but I think Robotnik just wins in that aspect. Yep. All right. So we go to the classic horror situation. We've got Dracula versus Freddy Krueger. I personally think that Dracula has the advantage here. I mean, Freddy Krueger is all fine. He can go through. He can trim a hedge maze. No sure. problem. Can he solve a hedge maze? I, I don't know that he could, whereas Dracula, he's smart. He can turn himself into a wolf or a or a bunch of bats to get that yeah. speed advantage. Yeah. Um I think well, I think he's got this. I also think that he could easily do like a overhead bird's eye view. Bat yeah. fly up, see what's going on, use his super speed. 
Uh, I mean, I just think he beats beats Kruger in that aspect. Where I think yeah. Kruger would be fine in a maze. I mean, I think he'd oh, yeah. be he's sneaky enough. I think he could just pop out and scare somebody. <laughs> Hell of a scare in a maze, but I think Dracula wins that one. Indeed. And last but not least in the maze, we have a really, really, I mean, this is a tough one in my opinion. Um, we have Darth Vader, who, you know, is, um, I mean, a badass villain, kind of can, you know, I essentially think use the force to help guide his way certain ways. But we also have Predator, and that is what he does. That essentially is what Predator does. He, right. he I mean, he uses the, he, he has like heat sensor, right? So, I mean, he can yep. just see where everybody's hanging out at the end and be like, all right, how do I get there? Um, right. I hate to say it, but Predator just wins in this cat contest and I, defeats I, the I agree. Well, and number I, one I villain think, of all time. I think Vader, badass as he is, he's not really known for patience. Or and speed, so I, really, I, right? I think, well, no. And I think you drop him in a maze, he's going to take one look at it, say, fuck this, break out the lightsaber, start hacking through, and congratulations, you're disqualified. Yeah, and you kind of ruined the contest for everyone else thereafter. So yeah. thankfully, he would be like, yeah, we'd use him yeah. last. But no, I agree. I agree with that. So now, Todd. That brings us to the final four. That's okay. right. So let me just recap it here. We have we have the winners of each bracket, which is really fun. So Ursula, uh, probably not the the pure favorite, but we all know her. She wins the Disney. Robotnik, yep. which I think is a complete sleeper, didn't picture him winning, but he nope. wins the you know cartoon slash uh, video game. Uh, right. Dracula, not surprising. I mean, he had a very difficult you know path to victory. There's a lot of good people that he had to face off, but I think that's fair. And same with Predator. I think Predator is a, you know, a great choice, and I could see him winning. But those yeah. are very difficult brackets to get in. So the final yeah. four starts with what? The trick? So explain yes. what this would mean, I guess, in a general sense. So, you know, trick or treat, the the, the Halloween running around getting candy thing, the, the trick mm-hmm. was, you know, it was trick or treat. Give me some candy. Or I'm going to do something to you, you know, prank-wise. We're going to toilet paper your trees. We're going to soap your windows. We're going to, you know, various pranks and trick- trickiness. So this this sure. is which which villain would be best at performing those sorts of tricks or who would have the best sort of tricks available to them, the, the most sure. tricky tricks. So coming off of the what I'm just going to refer to as the left side of the brackets. Sure. We've got Ursula versus Dr. Robotnik. Uh, and thoughts, Eric? They're, I think they're evenly matched. I really do. I, I mean, at the end of the day, they're both kind of in that same vein, but I do think Ursula has a little bit more charm in her tricking. Um, and I think she's probably more <sighs> intelligent, maybe in a social engineering way, like a social, yes. you know, um, and I think that matters in this. I think Robotnik indeed is smart and, and, you know, obviously can do all this stuff. But I think he's kind of menacing and just kind of brute power where Ursula, you know, she's more of a schemer. Like her whole thing is scheming and wheeling and dealing. And I feel like she could plot out a very effective trick. I agree. I agree. And I I mean, although I think this is evenly matched and I don't think it's an easy one at all. And it'd be a great matchup to watch. I think Ursula ekes ahead. Indeed. Agreed. All right. So now we're dealing with Dracula versus the Predator. Uh, and I, I mean, you know, granted, I would love to watch the Predator movies to know a little bit more. But I feel like he is an, indeed just a hunter. And I don't think there's anything, you know, savvy or, or clever about him. I think it's what he, you know. No, the... tricks. Yeah, that's the thing. Because tr- tricks really aren't his thing. Like, yeah. he's, he's all about the hunt. And he's he's got sort of an odd nobility about it. Like, if you're not armed, he's not going to fight you. Okay. You know what I mean? And okay. so I feel like I feel like tricks 
are are almost sort of like beneath him. Like I feel like okay. he would consider tricks as like that's not you know, that's not a fair fight. We're we're either gonna fight or we're not. And so I don't I don't think he's gonna participate as well on that. Well, Versus... and I think Dracula. Yeah, Dracula is yeah. more of a. I mean, that's what he's been doing for a long period of time. He's he's not a cold blooded killer as much as he wine and dine you. You know, something. right? From he, what he, I can he, tell from vampire yes. movies. You know. Yes, he he is also sort of the schemer kind of guy that I think mm-hmm. could come up with a a pretty effective and clever trick. Correct. Correct. Which so that puts was, us to yeah the final two: Ursula uh-huh. versus Dracula. The matchup I don't think anyone saw coming. No, no one saw coming. For treat. Uh, which is basically yeah, how do you define treat. So it's it's basically a measure of I mean they're villains so generally they're not going to do nice things. Correct. But it, we're kind of asking them to do nice things. You know what I mean? And I kind of envision this as you know if you're a villain and you're going to do a nice thing, you're probably going to do that for your henchmen. I mean you obviously have evil intentions and underlying, you know, motivations there. You're really only being nice to your henchman to motivate him to, you know, help you do greater evil, but Correct. you are going to you are going to try, you know, give him the henchman of the year award or whatever. So, which of these is best at doing something nice, be having a treat? So, Urs I I see Ursula, I mean like let's face it, Ursula uh swindled lots and lots of people through her day. Uh, mm-hmm. Most, uh, you know, the most recently before, I mean, her demise was a probably a 16 year old mermaid. Um, and and she does treat her henchmen pretty awful in many aspects. She has the yeah. eels and stuff like that. I don't yeah. see her. Um, I, I mean, I think she's sinister, but I don't know how nice she would be. Where Dracula, I feel like he probably made friends over the years. Don't you think? Oh, like, oh, he's he's definitely he's definitely smooth. And, in, in, you know, if. I feel like he probably has some some you know genuine allies that are, that I would are agree. You know, on his side. You know, again, they're evil. They're not necessarily you know chummy, happy. Let's uh, you know go karaoke together sort of thing. But I feel like there's some you know mutual niceness there. And if all else fails, vampires are good at just flat out charming you and making you think. Isn't that, that right? <laughs> Isn't that right? right? Yeah. So so I feel like even if I mean I feel like on his own merits, Dracula could win that. Yeah. But if push came to shove, he could just charm all of the judges into naming him the winner regardless. Yeah. And I mean, let's face it. I think Dracula's maybe misunderstood. Granted, you know, I'd have to do a little bit more research on him. Um, but I feel like if he he has to survive. So he has to do what he does to survive. Where Ursula, on the other hand, is just being an asshole. Like she right. doesn't really need to be the queen witch or anything like it. She could just be completely cool with saying, hey, yeah, I live down here and I'm cool, you know, and I'm just doing my daily thing. Dracula. Like if he doesn't feast on blood and so forth, then he would perish, so to speak, right? So right. I mean, he kind of has to. It's it's, it's I like mean, it's, yeah. It's not so much a choice as a yeah survival situation. So I mean, so he could be a misunderstood guy, where I think Ursula is not so much misunderstood. Yeah. So I think I I mean when it comes down to it, and all the tunes and all the villains applaud. Um, probably by mass murdering. <laughs> right, right. But I think Dracula is deemed our champion and the the winner of our wonderful Halloween spooktacular bracket. Indeed. Um, and and I think that's a deserving victory. I mean, I'm happy with Dracula winning it. I I mean, he could be argued as one of the. I mean, when you think of Halloween, you draw like three villains or three different characters. I mean, a vampire is always in the mix, right? Oh yeah, you got you got you. I mean, when I think of the you know iconic halloween situations 
there's a vampire, there's somebody dressed up like a skeleton, there's mm-hmm. a ghost, maybe a witch. Yeah. Of which, yeah, I mean, real, it, it's it's sad. We had some witches in the competition sure. that, that that went down. I mean, technically, I guess Ursula is kind of a witch. She does. She magic. is a sea witch. She does. So we'll she give is you that. a sea witch. Um, yeah. I think the only real skeleton we had was Skeletor, who dropped out in the first round. I guess sure. your boy, your boy, um, the voodoo dude, he's uh, got some bone action going on sure, in his outfit. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um. Sure. Surprising lack of ghosts. Uh, correct i mean that is that is true i mean i think slimer would have been a great choice but or you know um i mean you know there are some snubs don't get me wrong i guess ghost face from 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 scream but he's not actually a ghost that's that's a that's a hey we couldn't you know this wasn't a 128 tournament or whatever we had to pick and choose and i I mean like you know there were definitely some snubs we'd love to hear about your snubs who did you see or who did you not see or hear about that you felt that should have been represented in the villains uh, you know, a couple King Cobra came to, came to mind for me, and obviously someone like Slimer, or even if yeah. you're into like the you know the Marshmallow Man, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. These yeah. are all quality uh, characters that you know you might say, hey, these should have been in there. But that's what we want to hear from you. If you create another 64, maybe we'll have a uh, NIT tournament uh, basketball joke for you there, Todd. I um, don't even understand that, but I'm gonna. <laughs> yes. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Perfect. But I'm happy with the tournament, Todd, and I appreciate I you. Uh, spending the time to uh, help create these silly brackets for us to, you know, waste other people's time during the holiday season. Indeed, that's that's what we do. That's that that is our specialty, and I'm I'm glad that uh, we got to do that. I'm glad you were a part of it, Eric. Uh, I hope that was entertaining to you, listeners. And until next time, I hope y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toddcast Podcast. If you have comments, questions, or topic ideas you'd like us to chat about, you can reach out on social. Search for Toddcast Podcast. Visit our website at toddcastpodcast.com with a single D in Todd. There you'll find show notes, original articles, and a backlog of episodes. If you'd enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share with your like-minded friends. Perhaps you would consider subscribing, following, or marking this podcast as a favorite if you've not yet done so. And of course, reviews and ratings on Apple Podcasts are appreciated. Thanks again for listening to the Toddcast.